This is your typical radio ad while eating a Crunch Bar. This is Automatic of Auto's Used Cars. This weekend only, we're having a whale. Bring the kids. See for yourself. It is huge. Gonna make a big splash. No other dealer can say they have a whale like this. When things sound dull, turn up the fun with Crunch. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello, I'm Josh Whittacombe. And I'm Rob Beckett. Welcome to Lockdown Parenting Hell, the show in which Rob and I discuss what it's like to be a parent during lockdown, which I would say can be a little tricky. So, in an effort to make some kind of sense of the current situation... And to make me feel better about my increasingly terrible parenting skills... Each episode we'll be chatting to a famous parent about how well they're coping. Or hopefully not. And we will be hearing from you, the listener, with your tales of lockdown parenting woe. Because, let's be honest, none of us know what we're doing. Rob. Yes. Merry Christmas. Oh, Merry Christmas, Josh. You know what? What a year. What a year. Now, this was pre-recorded on the 21st, so if they've dropped all the restrictions for Christmas, it's going to be a very strange podcast. Yeah. But I'm guessing Christmas is as expected. Yes, it's going to be either no food or too much food. I think that's the only option. Exactly, exactly. Can I let you know about what starter I've got for Christmas Day dinner? I, um, so um, I've bought um, seafood platters on a order that I put in way before all this happened. Just so I, you know, Rob, jelly deals is not a seafood platter. Well, I've got some prawns and nice little salmon bits for seafood starter, and I've got it for eight. So I'll be um, eating that um, because those eight people aren't allowed round, and Lou doesn't eat seafood or the children. So... <laughs> I've got oh, wow. a seafood platter for eight to get through over Christmas. Yeah. I that'd be fun. We've got a turkey for six. I don't eat turkey. <laughs> My daughter will hardly touch it. Now, uh, the number in our house is dependent on something, Rob. Oh, go on. Talk to me. So what's happening? What's happening? Because Rose's mum is in a support bubble with us. Yeah. But I have got a cough, Rob. Oh, so you've got oh. symptoms. How coffee is it? So yesterday, got symptoms, Sunday morning. What, just a, just a cough or a temperature? Uh, not a temperature. Uh, to be honest, I've got a sore throat rather than a cough. You can hear yeah. I've got a sore throat. Yes. Uh, anyway, uh, Rose hasn't been feeling very well. So, uh, and then my daughter also needed some cow pollen. We were like, right. Oh, dear. So then went on the NHS website, Rob. Yep. The uh, nearest uh, test <laughs> was Ram- Ramsgate, 75 miles away. <laughs> and it's quite quiet on the roads around Dover, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. So then um, went and looked to see if I could get any um, private one. Yeah. No, not on a Sunday. Okay. So went back, all the Ramsgate one are gone. Oh, no. Oh, no. So booked in a private one for Monday, which is when we're recording this. <laughs> went back on later. Yeah. Some were available six miles away. Oh. In the time it took me to fill in my name and details, yep. the appointments are gone. Oh, no. God. Oh. It's like they are like 
Buzz Lightyear's that year that that was the Christmas <laughs> project. It's like a, a COVID test and a PS5. Then yeah, exactly. Things. Okay, right. So what's, what's so, the situation? Because it was all three of us. I knew they were going to go, and I was filling in all three details. I was thinking, oh. do I just do I just not get Rosa test because she's the least likely to have it because she her symptoms aren't as bad. Um, but I got all three of us. In the end, I managed to get us a test 25 miles away in Tilbury. <laughs> Where the fucking hell's Tilbury? I tell you where it is, Rob. I'll give you an idea. It was in the car park of a ferry port. Oh, oh God. Never mind, I live in London. <laughs> I was on the coast. You'd driven to the sea. I'd driven to the sea <laughs> and not in a lovely Christmas trip way. <laughs> Oh my god! Do you know what though? That is a good. We've worked this out. This is what we can do with the kids when they get tired and angry because they will not nap. We're just going to drive for an hour until they fall asleep, yeah. and then drive back. Well, she fell asleep on the way there. Yeah, it's perfect. she fell asleep. It's the only way to get a nap out of them, and then you get a break because you're all sat down. Yeah, exactly. So it's a good tip. It's a good tip. And I genuinely, I said this to Rose on the way back. In a way, this is a Christmas we will never forget. This is like we're making yeah. memory. And I thought yesterday, I thought. I'm never going to forget this journey for the rest of my life. This is like one of my big Christmas memories. The time I drove to a port on Sunday before Christmas to get three of us tested for COVID. It should be a lockdown period in hell pilgrimage to the Tilbury Ferry Port. And then at some point you have to drive there and listen to an episode out of respect to the week you had, Josh. Just the respect to the podcast. So we get in the car. Yeah. We drive there. My daughter falls asleep. While she's asleep, it's only a 40-minute journey, but it's, yeah. you know, it, yeah. it's a long way. While my daughter's asleep, we convince ourselves that uh, we haven't got it. It's fine. Yeah. But, like, you know when you're trying to talk yourself back into it? Yeah. Yeah. And then, because we've just come out of a 10-day lockdown four days ago. <laughs> and now you're in two or four lockdown with symptoms. So, also, we were discussing, like, one of the better options would be all three of us have it. Because then it's seven days. The worst thing yeah. is if one of us has it and the other two don't, the one that has it has only got to do seven days and the other two have got to do ten days. Oh, it's, it's almost like you're willing your child to have it at this stage. Well, she'd be the worst one to have it because obviously then she'd be able to go out for three days and we wouldn't. So the ideal scenario, Rob, is that I've got it. Well, the ideal scenario is neither of them, none of us got it. Yeah, That'd be yeah, the ideal yeah, scenario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking back, actually, you're right. The best scenario is no one's got COVID. But we don't, we don't live in an ideal world. I think we've come to that conclusion with this. <laughs> this year's proved that. So we spent 20 minutes. We've more or less talked our way through into us not having COVID. Yeah. We're like, we'll get the test, but it's going to be good news. And then um, my daughter wakes up and the first thing she says is, Daddy, I can't stop coughing. Oh, God. <laughs> And I thought we're in trouble here, mate. Yeah. Now, I don't know. At the time of recording, we might get the results today or tomorrow. I don't know whether yes. we've got them. Okay. I should also add, before we carry on. I'd love a text on air, a live text oh, message. Yeah. I'd love. Well, we've got three texts as well. So so they're three separate texts. So it's like, it's like it's unbelievable, really, that you're playing the gamble. You're, that text is going to be so tense to open, isn't it? It's going to be like getting your A-levels or something. <laughs> but anyway, I'm also sat here knowing that this private test guy is going to come round because I tried to phone up to cancel him. Oh, right. And I was 47th in the queue. 
on the phone call. And I was like, fuck this. I'll just tell him that I've got a test when he turns up. Yeah. Fair. I mean, at this stage, it's just a write-off, isn't it? I mean, I've got vouchers yeah. for different airlines and ferry crossings coming up yeah. my ass at the moment. I've got to use at some point. I mean, it, that won't be what ruined Christmas. Anyway, so we get there. You have to go in. Have you done? Have you been to Tilbury Ferryport COVID testing centre? No, no what's, what's it like? It's like something from 28 Days Later, but in a way that's quite reassuring. Do you know what I mean? Where you're like... <laughs> My, my mate, my mate went for a test right with his with his husband, and they went in there and that's the scrape the back of the throat, and then his 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 husband did it, and it came out and it was all like black, <gasps> and he was like, oh my god, what is wrong with him? How bad is it like that? And his husband just went to him, I think that's the Oreo I had. <laughs> <laughs> just smashing Oreos in the queue for a COVID test. <laughs> but it, it's quite reassuring that it's kind kind of military precision the way it's done. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, so you, t- you pull up. They give you your three tests and then you have to go and park up. You have to go and reverse. They were like, can you go and reverse park over there? I was like, come on, mate. I can't reverse park at the best of times. <laughs> I've got, I might have COVID. Give me a chance. COVID. <laughs> and then uh, you have to all sit in the car, do the tests yourself, obviously. And then you have to put on your hazard lights. Okay, yeah. Obviously, I don't know where my hazard light button is, Rob. <laughs> I love the way, for you, the COVID testing, the most stressful bit is the reverse park and the hazard. Of course, of course. I was bleeding hugely out of my depth with the hazard light. <laughs> anyway, so uh, we do it. Uh, do you know what? The kids only have to do the nose. You have to do the mouth and the nose. Have you, done, you must have done one for like... Uh, yeah, yeah, I've yeah. done them, yeah. I find the nose worse than the mouth. I'm bad with the mouth because I'm, uh, yeah, as you know, Rob, I've got quite a bad gag reflex. That sounds like a strange, <laughs> strange evening we've had. Um, keep, keep it quiet. Yeah, um, but um, it was fine. Got it done. She didn't have as bad a time with it as I thought. She was actually all right with it, which then makes you go, did we shove it up the nose far enough? But it's too late by that point. I'm like, shouldn't she be in more pain? Anyway. <laughs> Then luckily the guys next to us put on their hazards. Uh, so I used that opportunity to just wave at the guy in front of us. Oh, so you you, you still don't know where your hazards are, but you just jumped off the back of yeah, someone exactly. else's Yeah, exactly. used their hazards as a way to... Um, and then um, gave him the test and then he, uh, he walked away and then he stopped as I was pulling away and he came back and he was like, can you wind down your window? I was like, oh God. And he went, are you yeah. Josh Whittaker? I was like, yeah. And he's like, all right, cool. And then that was it. And I was like, I genuinely thought I was going to get in serious trouble or something. I'd done something wrong. I actually did ask him how to turn my hazard lights on, which I, so I now know. And how on earth does he know more about your car than you do? Well, I, what? You, it's his little logo. Do you yeah, know? Yeah, it's, 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 it's the big red button in the middle of the dashboard. <laughs> yeah, the main, the main one. What did you think? I presume that was an ejector seat. <laughs> Oh, the funny thing is, you're not doing that for effect. I know how little you care about cars or know about cars to the point where you just, you, you almost get in, whenever you get in your car, you sort of just sigh like, oh, I've got to do this again, have I? A car. So anyway, that's the situation we're in, Rob. But I'll be honest with you, I don't need to be locked down until basically New Year. That would be a heartbreaker. Yeah, that would be, I mean, but also there is literally nothing to do apart from the going out for a nice walk and exercise makes a difference. But yeah. The parks are so wet. Also, the parks are so busy. The, the mud is outrageous. It's like, is your, how's your local park? Is that muddy? Don't know, Rob. Oh, yeah. You've not been there for ages. Don't know, Rob. I was locked down for 10 days. Then my daughter <laughs> went to nursery for three days, and now I'm locked down again. So I literally haven't had the opportunity to go to the park since, since basically, do you remember the announcement that Christmas wasn't cancelled? Yeah. That was about a week after the last time I went to the park. That's how long ago the park was. Oh, God. 
But yeah, that, that, there's too much got on there. I'm going to say it, Rob, while I'm feeling festive. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Christmas special special ever, isn't it? Well, Have I we got any not complain, but Go is there such a thing as too much Magic FM? Can I say something here? I liked Magic Christmas, the station. I also wanted Magic on its own. I, I feel like you, you need Magic and Magic Christmas. There's too much Magic Christmas. Do you know what I mean? I need a normal, non-Christmassy magic level of song. It's too much. I told, I told Rose this would happen, but when she put on Magic Christmas from about November the 25th, oh, man. Yeah. Do you know... Obviously, there's a lot of people we should think about at this tough time. But I think top of it should be the DJs on Magic Christmas. <laughs> Imagine. Right. Oh, Ronan Keaton oh. just sat there doing breakfast. And they seem they're only allowed, I think they're only allowed to talk about Christmas from November. And they're only allowed to play Christmas songs. This must be some kind of living nightmare. <laughs> it's like they've been taken hostage by St. Nicholas. <laughs> They must just close their eyes at night and just hear Chris Rears driving home for Christmas. (laughs) Oh, man alive. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Free samples, free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Um, Josh, uh, any other news from your week or your Christmas? I've got lots of news. So we should talk about bikes, Rob. Also, it's quite hard to talk about what you do for Christmas when literally every half hour what you can do changes. Because exactly. the plan would be now to go, oh, so what are you doing, Josh? And you tell me about your day. But the thing is, we don't even know actually what our day is anymore. Because I'm saying, I'm saying, I've got all this seafood platter, but it may not turn up. The port's shut. I might not have any food. Do you know what, Rob? I don't want to don't want to worry you, but they seem to be sharing it out in Tilbury Port when I was there yesterday. <laughs> they had a they had a seafood platter that they said they'd uh, got off the back of a lorry coming in from France. <laughs> um, so we had this discussion earlier this week, Rob, about about bikes. So so we've got my daughter a bike. Uh, nice. And uh, we bought one with pedals and one with uh, stabilizers. One with stabilizers. We bought her a unicycle, which I thought was a gamble, but you know. Um, <laughs> we bought no, 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 what, what have you got her? What, so what have you got her? Like a bike with stabilizers, a pink bike with stabilizers. A classic child's bike. The balance bikes, the... the, the, the so the I didn't know about balance bikes until about three months ago. They're awful. When I saw a kid on it, yeah. and I just presumed his dad had put the bike together wrong. Well, they're, just, they're little ones with no stabilizers, but the kids' feet touch the floor, and it's and they've got no pedals. 
no pedals, and it sort of just uh, gets them used to being on a bike, right? My my yeah. daughters hated them and never went on it, and just was like, "What is this?" And then we ended up getting them the stabilizer pedal bike. But I've noticed the only people that are good at balance bikes are like when I'm doing the school drop off are lunatic kids that like if you just gave them a wheel, they'd jump on it and see what happened. Yeah, <laughs> like they're they're insane. They're apparently they they make you learn a bike in half the time. But yeah. so so when I found out that that statistic. Uh, someone texted me that said you should get a balance bike. I suddenly went into a, an absolute spiral yeah. and thought, oh God, should I have bought a balance bike? So I spoke to you about it and you said your daughters hated them. And I yeah. think, I know that my daughter, she wouldn't, the moment it was like difficult, she'd just be like, this is rubbish. Also they're saying, oh, they can learn to ride a bike in half the time. What's the rush? Exactly right. What, what, what kid is like, it's not like they've got a job. Riding a bike somewhere, like I mean, not a post. She is. She is going to become a paperboy next yeah, year. Yeah, exactly. So we're like, okay, in half the time. Okay, so what does it normally take? What, like a month? I'd <laughs> say so you'd learn in two weeks. This is the thing with it, and so um, we've stuck with the one with pedals. I've got, yeah. to, I've got to build it on Christmas Eve, actually. But I'm, I'm pretty confident, Rob, because I know other people are going through worse building operations on Christmas oh, Eve. Don't, don't talk to me about the trampoline, mate. So where do you stand with it? Can I, can I, can I let you into a secret? Right? Sometimes, because this, this show's done, it's done pretty well. We're going to talk about this later on as well. It's done quite well with downloads and stuff. Sometimes you get people from companies that go, "Hey, we can offer you this if you give us a shout out, or whatever." Or we heard you talking about this. Have this. So, oh we got an email from like a it's called like task rabbit or something it's like a they 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 send handyman you can book a handyman basically and said like hey we heard you talk about trampoline we do their pr we can help sort it out and i was like no i don't want to do that i want to do it properly and you know this is i don't want to cheat it and i've spoken about the podcast and it would i want it to be the thing i do for my kids christmas eve yeah anyway q to the tier four announcement i've dug that email out of like searching on my inbox, right? Emailed the woman saying, hello, uh, please can you help me? This will be really helpful. Thanks, really gutless. Because I don't normally get involved in all that, but I panicked, right? Email back, out of the office till the 4th of January. And I screamed, fuck, in the air. <laughs> really loud. <laughs> There's nothing worse than giving in, is there? And giving up and admitting defeat, but then not actually being able to benefit that. No, of course, of course. Um, so where are you with it? What will you have done last night as we uh, as people prepare their roast potatoes? It's Christmas Day, okay, at the moment, right? We're recording this on the Monday. The plan is I've ordered some ratchets. I was told I need ratchets. Right. I've got some gloves. They're not really workman gloves, but I don't really know what they are, but they're like sort of roadman gloves, Nike ones with yeah. little like clingy bits. So I've got some gloves. I've got a ratchet. I'm on my own. I'm going to try and build it a couple of days before Christmas. I've got a little side alley down my house. Right, right? yeah, yeah. I'm going to try and build it there. And then bring it out Christmas Eve to put the legs on, right? Bring it out Christmas Eve to put the legs on. All right, okay, yeah. Right, so yeah, that's the plan. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the legs are probably the easy bit, right? The bit that's difficult is the, is the kind of the springy bit. Yeah, and it's only an eight-footer, so it's a lot smaller. But this, the, and this is, I've, I've actually had some great info and feedback. There's a lot of naysayers, but there's a lot of people there say you can do it in a couple of hours. The key, I think, is a ratchet to help with the springs. I've got that. Gloves so your fingers don't get hurt. I've got that. And the other key thing is you attach the springy bit at 12 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 6 o'clock, 9 o'clock, rather than going round yeah. 12, 1, That's 2, 3. That's going to take you longer than two hours, Rob. Well, <laughs> just a bit of fun. Just a bit of fun. I think 12 are last check. <laughs> but basically, if you go round doing it all in order, then it's too tight at the end. So you need to just right. sort of do the top and the sides and the bottom and then do the edges. This is the confidence of someone who's read a lot about it. 
Do you, yes. know, do you know when I've seen this confidence before? Go on. When I thought all I need to do when I have a baby is stroke their nose. <laughs> so it's Monday night. I'm going to pick it. It's currently in the garage of the in-laws. I'm going to pick it up and have a look at it this afternoon and work it out. And I'm going to attempt to build it one day this week. Very, because very I've got loads exciting. of time now, though, because all my plans have stopped. I was supposed to be having people have a Christmas Eve that aren't, isn't happening. And so there's plenty of time. Plenty of time. That is one thing we've got this week is plenty of time. Yes. With Capella University's FlexPath format, you can set your own deadlines, learn at your pace, and access most coursework from anywhere at any time. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Want to be more active this summer? Sierra helps you save on everything from swimsuits to stand-up paddleboards, tennis rackets to fishing tackle. And if that doesn't float your boat, we also have pool floats. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! Um, I should tell you about, uh, I, I did a reading at a charity carol service, Rob. Oh, you're such a great guy, aren't you? Well, I wouldn't, uh, that's not the reason I tell you. <laughs> I think it was. I think it was a disappointing return to live performance from me, Rob. Oh, why? I got absolutely blown off stage by all the other readers. Who else was reading? I'm not going to lie, Rob. It was stiff neck central, mate. It was. <laughs> it was like an osteopath's waiting room, Rob. You wouldn't have believed it. <laughs> Go on. It was, so it was at a charity, and it, what do you do there? You so, re- so everyone was doing a reading, and then there was carols. It was it's a, for a brain tumor charity. Um, so was this it, or was it no know? no no so it was in a socially distanced because churches obviously are still place yeah, of worship okay. is still open yeah. so it was like a socially distanced and it was also being um broadcast live on all right whatever so, okay um, so who was there so proper actors that have got obe at the end of their name oh, people right. like penelope wilton rob so the mum she's in Shaun of the dead can i just say something okay there's nothing with being a stiff neck okay i've got Friends of mine are stiff necks. It's just the way you're built. You can't change it. So I'm not. I think, okay. I think most of your friends are stiff necks, Rob. I think that's the, the. Yeah, that's the thing. It's not. It's not derogatory a stiff neck, but it's just a good way of explaining the kind of person who a stiff neck is. Do you know what I'm I mean? Not, I speak. I am a stiff neck myself. I'm the reason for the name. Yeah, you. I'd say you dabble. You can, You're not full stiff neck, and you're not full sort of loose neck. <laughs> who do you know that isn't a stiff neck in comedy? Apart who from yourself, who isn't a stiff neck in comedy? Paddy McGuinness is the least stiff neck person. He's king of the loose necks. Oh, mate. He can barely keep his head vertical. <laughs> king of the loose necks, Paddy, right? King of the loose necks. And, and he's great at it and stuff like that. So, How loose is your neck, Rob? Do you know what? It's loose. It's loosey-goosey. But if it is I to think get you're a bit... on a two to three out of ten, one yes. being loose, ten being stiff. Yeah, I'm on. I'm two, three. Paddy, zero, right? And then no, no, king of the... Like, who's, who's a proper stiff? Stuart Lee's quite stiff neck. He's, he's, 10. Pre- he's 10 on the stiff necks because he's just, everything's planned and prepped and it's, you know. He's the opposite of an owl, isn't he? Yes, exactly. He don't know what's going on, but he knows what's happening straight ahead because he's planned it and he's delivering it and he doesn't move to the side because that's not what he planned. And it's good what he does. There's a market for it, but it's stiff, okay? So there's nothing wrong with being a stiff neck. It's just on the scale of performance. No, so this was a stiff neck central. Lots, yeah. of, lots, of, lots of actors. Lots of actors. Actors, a lot of actors are stiff necks because they have to be because you have to know the script. Accountant is a stiff neck, but that's what you want from an accountant. Do you know what I mean? You need stiff. You need all about numbers, all about precision. You don't pay the McGinnis in your accounts, do you? <laughs> I've always said that. I love I've him. He's a great guy. 
It was a bad year. That was a that was a mistake. That it was it, it was a mistake, and you know, sure, I didn't earn much, but I just thought he, he, he could do it. But he, you know, he had a lot on. He, just, he was doing Phoenix Nights. It was too much for him. Exactly. Uh, anyway, it was smart casual. I wore trainers, which I was the only person wearing trainers. Rob. Oh yeah, yeah. See, uh, that's that's quite a stiff necky thing. I bet there's a few blazers, weren't there, and chinos. I'm right. So then. So I did my reading, which was, I'm going to say, I counted up the words, 23 words. <laughs> okay. Everyone else's was like two pages long. Mine was 23 words. <laughs> I had to go slow just to kind of make it last. <laughs> That's the thing with actors sometimes. You think, I don't know, just talking, at they? But when they do do something, they do do oh, it. Oh, you're like, whoa, man, <laughs> that was a reading. This stiff neck's reading the shit out of that paper. I couldn't believe how well they were reading these words. <laughs> I can't believe someone could say a word that way. Yeah, it was just like, it was such a roller coaster. So they were all smashing these words, right? Yeah. And I was like, bloody hell, I just read out 23 words in a kind of monotone and then went and sat back down in my bloody trainers, right? Yeah. So they were all amazing. And obviously it's in a church, right? So it's all in your head because obviously there's not a reaction reaction. Yeah. And then Jason Leonard was one of the readers, the... Uh, the most capped England rugby player of all time, apparently, according to the blurb, right? Oh, well, I doubt that because I'm just having to Google him. Oh, he's old, though. He's an old before my time. Most capped He was player. in the World Cup winning team of 2003. Was right? he? He looks about 100. He's 52. <laughs> Say that to his face, Rob. Well, I can't, actually. I could do it from two metres away on a walk. But I was like, Jason Leonard's going to bloody, uh, at last, someone who's not a bloody stiff neck. Oh, right. So you've got someone like, you know, that you'd be your level kind of delivery style, yeah? Do you know what he did? I've never seen it before. He got he got an applause break in a church. <laughs> Go on, Leonard. He absolutely smashed it. What did he do? He did like a funny reading and it got an applause break. Oh, you got jealous of Leonard. I got absolutely destroyed by Jason Leonard, mate. I, I, do you know what? The rug, rugby um, public speakers, are, my, what gig with Martin Johnson? Right, a massive. No, but yeah. I think he played Hagrid in um, like the, the the stunt double for Hagrid in Harry Potter. But oh, Martin, right. Martin Johnson, massive, about six foot eight, six foot nine. Yeah. I followed him at a corporate once. He absolutely ripped it. It was mainly about the size of dicks in changing rooms, but that is funny. Yeah. It? And yeah. he absolutely smashed it. And I went on and died on my ass talking oh. about like pita bread and couscous. Do you know what? I've had that, mate. I uh, once got absolutely blown off the stage at a corporate because uh, I couldn't follow William Hague. <laughs> He'd left nothing in the room. He'd absolutely <laughs> destroyed it. That Peter Kay in the early days. It was too good. Too <laughs> good. Too good. No one could come. Too good. Just... <laughs> you can't expect me to follow William Hague. <laughs> what did he do? What did Hague do? So he just told like anecdotes. Oh, he, right. Obviously, he's a public speaker. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a kind of, you know, bit of my, my comeuppance for the four years that we all laughed at him for being a terrible public speaker, etc. Yeah, um, yeah. And then he, he, he can rip a corporate, mate. When it's full of old men in suits. So, so what did it? Did it make you feel a bit like you missed doing stand up, or you couldn't do it, or what? Or how did this reading make you feel then? How did it make me feel? Um, I was relieved it was short. Do you know what? It was nice. It was lovely evening because obviously it was very festive. There was lots of good carols and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Rob, if I go back next year, I'm going to put in two months of prep. 
Oh, yeah, but also as well, it's one of them things, it's just like getting the rust off and you only had 23 words, you couldn't relax into it. Once comedy clubs open and we can do all the pretty views, we'll, you'll be flying again. People are going to be like, why is Josh going to all these clubs to try out a reading? That's a really weird decision. Well, the thing is, like, this is I've been thinking about this because on my tour's coming back next year and it's been a massive break and things like that from it. And obviously, when you first start doing it, you're a bit rusty and you've forgotten a few little bits of the show. And then once you go and do the comedy circuit and you do a couple of work in progresses, previews to get back into the swing of it before the tour show start you, you, you before you know it, it's up riding a bike you just remember what to do but what you lose in the sort of like knowing the show as you would in the middle of a tour you gain from we are going to be so excited to get that buzz again and i just think live entertainment and music gigs and and comedy shows are going to be so good because the sometimes as a performer when you're so busy it does turn into your nine to five like i'll go here for a show i go there for a show and you enjoy it and you do a good show but sometimes you cannot enjoy it properly and be in the moment but i think when the shows come back everyone's going to be so up for it that the performers are just going to be giving it so much do you know what i mean i do hope so rob i'm frothing at the mouth like a dog you might need to calm down you're going to be like um do you remember when steven gerrard came on in a liverpool game and got sent off within a minute because he was too hyped up <laughs> yeah. you're going so hard on the front row at your first gig back it's going to be unbearable <laughs> I'm doing the Slebs Go Dating voiceover because that's coming back in January, right? And I was so way Lineker's. They basically put them no, all in a You're not a three on the stiff next scale. You're a, you're a two maximum, Rob. <laughs> yeah, so I'm <laughs> Anyway, so I was so excited about that, about Wayne Lineker being back in and all this. I was like, they went, Rob, can we redo that first bit? When you're so excited, we can't actually hear what you're saying. And I was like, welcome back. That's your day, Wayne Lineker. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, there anyway. we go. Joe Lysa has uh, painted me a uh, picture of Wayne Lineker that we have on our wall now that is um, genuinely uh, one of the greatest things I've ever been given. Oh, now, lovely. what are your plans for Christmas Day? I thought I'd tell you what I'm eating for Christmas Day, Rob, because I thought you'd quite enjoy that. Yeah, so you've got, you've got some turkey. So uh, do you want to guess what my uh, veggie Christmas dinner is, Rob? Well, you know, I, I, nut loaf. Is it nut loaf? That's the main it's one at Christmas? nut loaf, Rob. It's not nut Is loaf. it a veggie Wellington? No, it's not. Oh, because I just thought. So you're gonna have all the trimmings. You'll have all the veg and gravy. Oh, yeah. No, no, I'm not not the gravy, but I'll have the um, I'll have the the spuds. Why won't you have the gravy? Because sometimes it has. Well, like you'll mix. see what my main is. Okay, so, so got, I have got... all the trimmings: spud, yeah. sprouts, carrots and parsnips, bread sauce, stuffing. That's half the plate. Other half the plate. I have vegetable lasagna, Rob. Oh, hello, Josh. You can't, that, you can't do that. I can. Do you know what? I'll be preparing it as people listen to this. Do you know what? I've, I'm, I'm actually considering not doing this podcast anymore. <laughs> That's, that is insane. What, one, you can't have vegetable lasagna on Christmas Day at all. Not acceptable. Why not? Because it's not. Because you can't eat that with stuffing I, and gravy. You know what? I've been looking forward to wine. I mean, this is true, obviously, but I've been looking forward to telling you. Yeah, it's, it's all right. So, right, so what? What is? What's Rose having? Is she a veggie? No. So she's got a turkey for six. <laughs> okay, it's hard to get a small turkey. So you got you got. Well, no, no. It's because we thought we had six. All oh, right. Okay, I get you. Um, and here's a question. See, that's different. That's that's a very stiff neck thing to do. Have six people get a turkey for six. That don't happen in loose head. That is a loose no. neck. Six people coming over, you get eight to ten. Right, 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 right. Sandwiches right. later, you, you're yeah. too too prescribed. Um, but no, you can't have no. But Josh, right? First of all, you cannot have vegetable lasagna with the trimmings. It doesn't go. It goes with the trimmings, mate. It does not go. It does go. It, does, it doesn't. I, 
It does. Uh, okay, it doesn't. <laughs> Do you want to tell me? <laughs> it does not go. No one's ever put gravy on a lasagna. Do you know what? They said that no one would ever replace the Chuckle Brothers, but I think we're knocking on the door. It doesn't. <laughs> I'm going to send you a photo, Rob. Ah, uh, I'm not happy about this. This is, uh, it's actually upsetting me slightly. Is it? Yeah. Well, it's just like, you can't just, what's, what's the point? Rob, you're eating You're eating fish for eight on your own. Yeah, I know, but that's not my fault, is it? That's the fucking mutant strain that's forcing me to do that, where it's gold. I percent more chance of getting food poisoning than COVID this fucking Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, it makes me a bit itchy, that, Josh. But I understand vegans are vegetarian. Just have the trimmings in. You don't need to have... But the trimmings are boring. Have you ever had a nut loaf? It's rubbish. Well, exactly. Eat meat then. Rob, 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 Rob. Yes. Why don't you get fake meat tofu? Because tofu's so boring, Rob. Yeah, I know. This way you get... Cheese is the best bit of food. Yeah, but I know, but you can, you can say that about everything. I mean, I'll be honest. I, th- I thought you'd take it badly, but I didn't think you'd take it this badly. I know they're boring, the trimmings, Josh, but then that's not how life works, is it? You don't just like have something on top of it. Like you- but that- everyone else is torturing themselves, Rob. I'm innovating. I'm like Heston Blumenthal. So you love cheese or is it fake? You love normal cheese? In the- yeah, yeah, because I'm not vegan. Yeah, so you love normal cheese. Okay, so you have normal cheese and then what's just, what's in it? Just sort of like t- tomato saucy stuff and herbs. So so, so you've got the the, the, the two levels, the Blumenthal, or however you pronounce it, the cheese sauce. Yeah. The white sauce. Yeah. Um, neither of us are going to need to give it the French name. <laughs> I don't know if we're allowed to in the current tier four rules. Um, and then... Uh, we haven't the... got a trade deal yet. I don't know what we can and can't use. <laughs> yeah, we can't, we can't call it. We've got to call right, it white, white sauce until the trade yeah. deal's free. Um, so then we've got uh, the, the tomato sauce, which also contains your mushrooms, your courgettes, your onions, yeah, your garlic. Josh, your don't get me wrong. I love a vegetable lasagna as much as I love a meat lasagna. I don't. I think you don't need the meat in it, really. It's just sort of people like that. That's fine. I, I love a vegetable lasagna. What I'm saying is it's not festive and it doesn't go with the trimmings. You can't. Where will the gravy go? Would it be separate? I'm not, I'm not going to have the gravy, Rob. So you're not having gravy. So you're having dry potatoes and Brussels. No, I've got the bread sauce. Oh, my God, you're a monster. I think it's that weird sort of, like, Cornish in you that makes you do this kind of stuff. I've never done this. Is that, I mean, you know that that's basically right. <laughs> I was just trying to get you as angry as I was about the lasagna by pretending you're Cornish. I'd written it down, and I thought, I'm going to bring this up towards the end because I don't want to ruin the rest yeah, of the podcast. I'm, I'm, really, I'm just really, really not on board with that, Josh, to be honest. Um, we, I don't know if we're we supposed to be doing some like, emails about Christmas, but I don't think we... I don't think we need them. No, we don't. Do we? No, we don't. I think what we are going to do, though, is we're going to do a um, a little roundup of our Christmases um, and yeah. put it out. Thank you for your emails. We'll try, and, we'll try and do an episode where we go through Christmas emails later in the festive season. How's that? Yes, I think that's a good idea. And we're going to do a little like New Year special because we're going to have a couple of weeks break, aren't we, Josh, in January? Yeah, we're going to, come we're going to have back. a couple of weeks break and then we're back in mid-January. Mid, let's say mid to late. Let's not push the luck. Yeah, mid to late, mid to late January. January. Do you think the schools will be open, Rob? Oh, God, don't. We've put we've put the three-year-old in for an extra day of preschool because there's nothing. Because normally it's like, oh, let her have a day off. We'll do something with her. There's nothing to do. So she's going four days a week now to preschool, which I sort of feel a bit guilty about. Only for the first term. Um, and then yeah. hopefully lockdown stops. Are they termed preschools? So do you have a summer holiday? Yeah, it's all turned. The preschool's the same as the school days. Oh, so that's a, Rob. No, I quite like it, to be honest. Like, now they're older and stuff, it's nice to spend more time with them, I find. Oh, yeah, I'm not saying I don't want to spend time with them, but the thought no, of yeah, it... it feels like what you are. Six saying. weeks. 
Yeah, but then you can go on a like, holiday and do things and stuff. But yeah, you can't, Rob. No, no, you can't. Have you read the news, right, please, Josh, Josh. It's Christmas. I'm just trying to get the mood. Let's talk about good news, right? The good news is we've got an announcement, haven't we, Josh? Yes, we have. We, we want to say thank you because um, do you want to do you want to let everyone know how many how many downloads have we hit, Josh? We've hit 10 million downloads, Bruh! which is a lot of downloads, oh, isn't it? So many downloads. Thank you so much. 10 million is an amazing achievement in seven months. Yeah, we can't quite. Um, we've got lucky, haven't we? Really, Rob? Like, yeah. you know, no, we haven't got lucky because we're obviously we're we're um, you know, we're keeping the nation afloat. We're all aware of that. But um, <laughs> no, we've we genuinely didn't intend uh, to be sat here doing a Christmas Day special announcing we've got ten million downloads. No, we just needed some kind of outlet in April. Yes, and so what has happened has genuinely uh, made our. Yeah, yeah, it's been a, slightly better than shit. Yes, and it's made, I think it's a nice positive to come out of what is an awful situation, and it's really helped me talking about you know kids and stuff on here, and I've learned so much from our listeners, and I hopefully it's you guys have got stuff from it, and it's kept you busy for an hour or a couple of hours a week. I think that is the thing. Like it's felt like uh, genuinely like um, a community that we didn't know we were creating, if you know what yeah. I mean. And I think and we really appreciate it when everyone says. Uh, nice things about it or shouts at Rob when he's in drag that uh, his trampoline situation is fucked. Either way, we appreciate it. Yeah, it's lovely. Either way, we like it. Um, And what we want want to do is, because obviously it's been a very challenging year for lots of people and, and, you know, we trivialise it and ultimately we're a very comfortable, privileged position and and, and it has been tough. Our job is to trivialise. Yeah, exactly. Our job is to uh, be a distraction, but there are people struggling a bit more. So what we're going to do is the podcast is going to donate some money to the Trussell Trust, uh, which helps um, trying to eradicate food banks and the need for food banks, as well as, um, you know, helping current food banks. It's not trying to get rid um, of food we've set up a just giving page so yeah. if anyone is there at home listening to this if you've managed to get past the lasagna bit without throwing your phone out of the window our just giving page is in the info bit of the podcast so when you read about the podcast it will be there so go on there and if you can donate uh, but obviously there's no pressure no, none at all but if you can donate they do um amazing work for people that um have had a very tough time and uh need help this year so um do go to our Just Giving page that is in the show info. Uh, and we'll and that tweet be, about it and stick it on Instagram. We'll tweet about well. it. So thank you very stick much. But no in. pressure. Be a lovely way to end the year. No pressure whatsoever. If you can, go for it. If you can't, don't worry. But just keep listening to us. We really appreciate it. And hopefully it'll be a brighter new year and we'll speak to you soon. Thanks so much. We'll try and do another Christmas special, depending on how it all goes. Yes, we're hopefully... We'll- Who doesn't want to hear about Rob's trampoline halfway through Christmas and exactly. New Year? Exactly. We'll drop one more episode, either New Year's Eve or New Year's Day, and we'll be back mid to end January with more episodes and guests. Thank you, guys. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.